Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. We got the Eagles taking on the Jets in this one. The Eagles are favored at seven points, the over-under at 41 and a half. And I think I'm just going to take the Eagles to cover. I know the Jets have been competent the last two weeks. It's also been a little bit matchup-based. I worry the Eagles just might completely and utterly destroy that banged-up offensive line of the New York Jets. And we'll go through what my fantasy expectations are and what your guys' fantasy expectations are as a result to that. Uh, We love Jalen Hurts. Obviously, he's my QB, too. Uh, DeAndre Swift, we love him. We talked about him. He's a must-play running back, too. Wouldn't be surprised if he finished in the top 12. Let's talk a little Brees Hall, Chase. So I'm a little bit lower than ECR. I got him at RB18. ECR's got him at RB14. I'm just not ready to be that aggressive in a matchup like this against the Philadelphia Eagles, who have literally given up the least amount of fantasy points to the running back position. And everybody's making a big deal about the carries, and they're just not paying attention to the snap count. The fact that the snap count was basically the same as it had been the past couple of weeks. They just were able to run the ball against Denver and gave it to him 22 times when he was on the field. That being the big key. I don't think those lanes are going to be open Open against the Eagles, the way they're open against the right. Broncos in this matchup here. So that's that's a big thing for me. So when I look at Brees Hall, in order for him to have more of a floor in matchups like this going forward, he's going to have to overtake Michael Carter as far as the pass catching goes, or at least get into that work a little mm-hmm. bit more. Last week, 17% snaps in passing situations, and that's actually been his highest so far on the season. I'd love to know how weird confidence level is against, with Brees Hall against this Philadelphia Eagle defense. I've got him right with you. I've got him at 18, a little bit lower than ECR. Uh, he's still, the, the talent is just so damn good. Right. But it's it's literally the worst matchup you can have as a running back uh, for several reasons, not least of which is you're going to be playing from behind the whole freaking game because it's Philadelphia. Um, but I, I, I do like him, it, you know, I, I do like him to still have that opportunity to return RB2 value there. Uh, I agree with you. It'd be nice if he could see more pass game usage, but they seem content on using Carter in that role. Uh, I'm just glad we don't have to talk about Dalvin Cook anymore, ever <laughs> again. Um, unfortunately, a, another guy that we have on our on our uh, team in the in the belly up uh, league. But uh, yeah, I, I I like Brees Hall. I just think the talent is just too. Yeah, I just it, it's just he's just so damn talented. You can't you can't discount him too much. 
Um, but you definitely have to temper expectations when this is a game that by all, by any measure, the Jets should not be in enough to, to be able to run the ball enough to, to make Brees Hall what Brees Hall can and should be. Yeah, and it's going to be a negative game script too yeah. on top of it. So that's the other part of this. Uh, we love A.J. Brown. I don't think this is the game Devonta Smith necessarily gets going, but if you have him, you're playing him as a wide receiver too in your lineups, you just drafted him to be as such. But I'm not looking for this to be the bounce back week for him. It actually sets up to be a better week for Dallas Goddard. The Jets have been really bad against the tight end so far this year as far as fantasy points go. Uh, but Garrett Wilson, Chris, let's talk about Garrett Wilson. So I got him at 34. ECR has got him at 28. And again, this goes back to while the Eagles have actually allowed the second most fantasy points to the wide receivers, I am terrified of what they might do to Zach Wilson. It just might sabotage this entire offense this week on the line of scrimmage. Do you have less concern when it comes to that standpoint on Garrett Wilson? I do. Um, so I think I have less concern for both those things and Brees Hall as well. Okay. Look, I think this defense is really good for the Eagles. Secondary isn't very good. Darius is also banged up right now. Yeah. The Jets are the, their own nemesis. It's all about the coaching. If they actually use their guys like they're supposed to, then they can produce yeah. and have numbers like you're supposed to. Regardless of what happens in the game script, you can kill Wilson, but still the other Wilson can catch the ball because he's actually a good receiver. The running back can still have good yards because you, running the middle sucks versus the Eagles, but you can attack their edges. They have a hard time with linebackers speed-wise. Brees Hall can catch the ball at backfield if you attack that. But you actually have to commit to these things. And that's where my concern is not having to do with who the opponent is. It's going to be the same thing for these guys week in, week out. They could be studs if they're utilized correctly, or they can be basically flex options, borderline flex options if the coaches use them, how they you know, mysteriously use them for no reason. Like Garrett Wilson catching like seven-yard you know, passes over and over again. that he, like, he can't stretch the field at all. So it's just weird offense they're kind of running right now. I think it just depends on – can we actually use our two weapons at the same time? And both these guys could actually be have nice floors for us. Yeah, Chris, you said it perfectly. Chris, if you were the offensive coordinator of the Jets, I'd have no concerns. It's because the thing will hack is, and that's why I am terrified of what they're going to be, especially when they have to play against a competent defense. This again, we, we talked about throughout this show, there being matchups this week to watch to kind of indicate to us what to expect in some instances moving forward. This is one of those. If the Jets could come out with a competent game plan like they have the last two weeks, which is get behind the running game, give Zach Wilson short throws, let him be a little bit mobile, hide him a bit. If they do those basic things against the Eagles, then I'll have more confidence that they'll be able to do that week to week. If we just see Philadelphia smack him upside the head and dominate the line of scrimmage and Zach Wilson's running for his life like we've seen so many times times before i'm not gonna have much confidence they're gonna be very matchup dependent for me both Brees hall it can't be a denver game last year because it was so vanilla it has to be the week before like they're playing the chiefs right and you're not scared to try to score points they are they are missing elijah vera tucker though for the rest of the season they don't have their best offensive line that's going to hurt like yeah well and like like adam might say if he were here zach wilson might die on the field (laughs) yeah so ryan tannehill's still alive by the way guys just like ryan tannehill did not die this weekend is still by all accounts still breathing oh poor adam not here taking shots let's go to our next match.